Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is The Rich Eisen Show. I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. With guest host, Ryan Leaf, live from The Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Rich Eisen Show. And if you don't have a, a, a sense of excitement about this, I don't know what you're here for. I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington, USA Today MLB columnist Bob Nightingale, still to come, NFL Network reporter Steve Weish, and now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ryan Leaf. Welcome back, everybody, to Hour 3 of the Rich Eisen Show. I am your grateful guest host, Ryan Leaf, filling in. For Rich, apparently, uh, um, may just stay here in the studio for, for the next week. Postmates will deliver here, right? Yeah, man. Oh, absolutely. All right. All right. I, like cable, I like it. I like it. Couches, you're good. Because I really would like to. There's a shower to, in the back. I'd really like to hang here and talk about everything that's going on in sports right now. Next week's going to be so much fun. Football is going to be ramped up, leading into the uh, first preseason game in over two years for the Hall of Fame game. I'm going to go to the Canton. Maybe I can be the uh, uh, on-site reporter for the Rich Eisen Show in Canton. How about that one? Guys? Love it. Yeah, Love that it. sounds like Love the it. move right there. That's send the move. Videos, right there. videos send it back. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, our next guest uh, is locked in with the NFL, has been all the time. He's the uh, um, reporter for the NFL Network, as well as the host of the Huddle and Flow podcast with my old friend, Jim Trotter. Let's welcome to the show, Mr. Steve Weish. Steve, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Hey, Ryan, if you bump J.B. Smoove from being Rich's reporter, <laughs> now that would be a goat move. I, I think so. Steve, fan of the show. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. How you guys doing? We're doing good, man. Yeah, thanks man. for thanks for spending some time with us today. Where Where are you at right now? Are you on a Are you on a tour of the of the camps right now? I'm in Atlanta. I was in Houston earlier this week for uh, like that was interesting to say the least. Atlanta. <laughs> How's Deshaun yeah, look at safety? <laughs> You know, can I clarify that real quick? <laughs> sure. People are making a big deal of this. And, Ryan, you know this. You know, when teams are doing, like, special team work and you've got, like, 80% of the team doing special team drills, right. the quarterbacks and other people will go through a group and they'll do, like, blitz recognition or coverage recognition or RPO, kind of backside linebacker recognition. And the three other quarterbacks who aren't going through that will dress up. They'll put those little skull caps on their, on their helmets along with, like, the long snappers and all that. 
and they'll go through those recognition drills. I've seen Aaron Rodgers do it. I've seen other quarterbacks do it. So people are saying Deshaun Watson's playing safety. That's what that is. It is as common as something I've seen for the past 10, 12 years covering the NFL. It so is. That is not a big deal. No, it, it definitely is. But it's in this day and age, Steve, where you, you post anything without any context, people are going to make what they want to make from it. It's just, just the world we live in. And it is. There's chaos in Houston. Don't get yeah. us wrong. There's chaos there. There's a new coach. They're exodusing talent from every which direction. Uh, their franchise quarterback doesn't want to be there. He's got 22 assault allegations hanging over the top of him uh, civilly. There's a there's a criminal investigation going on. The NFL has yet to act on anything. I mean, it, it, they say they're actively looking to trade him, yet I don't know a team that would be willing to do something like that. So as you walked out of there, there had to be like a, a, a breath of fresh air when you walked into Atlanta and saw where they were trying to go moving forward. Yeah, it's, it's just real weird. I mean, it addressed the Houston situation. I mean, first off, there are teams that apparently are engaging them in trade talks. Wow. You know, they're just probably, you know, look, they're probably trying to protect themselves. Like, if we trade for him and we're willing to give up this type of compensation, we've got to have some conditions attached in case he is eventually suspended or something like that. And, you know, maybe the Texans have said this isn't enough yet. But it's so weird because there is a feeling, talking to some folks, that if he's going to practice, let him play. Right. You know, they're, put, they're putting themselves in an odd box by letting him practice. They should have just said, why don't you stay away, you know, stay in shape, but why don't you stay away until we figure some things out? But now by letting him be seen out there on the practice field and letting him take reps, you know, individually and throwing the ball better than any other quarterbacks, I'm sure at some point the players are going to be like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, why is this guy taking reps from everybody else if he's not going to be here? And if he is if he is taking these reps, then why aren't we playing him? It, so it's it, it's a weird dynamic that they've set themselves up with. Yeah, it is. If the NFL hasn't made a, a decision and they've they're letting it go, if I'm the Houston Texans, I'm saying I don't I don't care what you what you want. You you give us the best chance to win, and you're not going to harm yourself by playing poorly. You know, you're going to go out and play to the best of your ability because that's what Deshaun Watson is, and that's only going to prop up his trade value if if and when all of this is dismissed or goes away or is adjudicated and in suspension or punishment is is handed down so it's it's incredibly interesting let's let's move on now to where you are right now in the atlanta falcons because i i find this to be a very interesting organization they chose to move on from julio jones uh and try to to help their cap number a little bit and do some different things on defense because that's where they're going to have to improve. Kyle Pitts was the draft pick taken early. They stuck with Matt Ryan. What are you seeing from this uh, organization so far early in camp? It, it's a it's a weird it's weird, Ryan, because you know Arthur Smith is a new head coach who comes over from Tennessee, and then Terry Fontenot, the new GM, comes over from the Saints. And you know, I, and I and I spoke to them both kind of about what you know what is what is the plan, right? And the plan is to try to build a competitive roster to win as many games as they can with Matt Ryan because they still believe he's playing at a high level. Um, but they want to have everything in place so when they eventually do make the transition, which you know is coming in a year or two, that new quarterback is insulated. You know, they've got, they've got a ways to go. I mean, this roster still, you know, their safeties are, you know, Eric Harris and, and Deron Harmon, these guys, you know, probably year to year. So they've got, they've got a bunch of year-to-year vets um, at a lot of positions to help out some of the young players. Their offensive line is completely in flux. 
Um, they've got two positions, you know, on you know left tackle and right guard. They're a lockdown. The other three positions are up for grabs. Without Julio Jones, you've got Calvin Ridley, who's a stud. Russell Gage, who's a pretty nice player. And then you've got, like, ten guys fighting for three or four other wide receiver spots. Same at running back. And that's just the offense, you know, for, for most of what I just said. So they've got a lot of holes to fill. They've got to figure out ways, again, to be competitive, but to also get some of these young players ready. Kyle Pitts looks like the real deal. Um, haven't seen him in pads in practice, but, you know, when you see him without pads, it's like that's a special talent, so you yeah. get why he went four. But, you know, this is a team you, you just don't know. They could be really bad. They could be middle of the pack. Or they could catch some momentum at some point and win some ball games because they do have their quarterback. We're talking with Steve Weish, NFL Network reporter, co-host of the Huddle and Flow podcast. Uh, everybody witnessed um, the entire offseason of the Green Bay nonsense and what ultimately took place. We heard from Aaron Rodgers for the first time publicly um, about everything for about. How long was it, Brockman? About 38 minutes was the, was the... 32 minutes. 32 minutes was this press conference where uh, it, it was incredibly well articulated. I think it needed to be. Um, and, and, and relatively transparent for everybody to see, even, even the organization that he is going to be playing for this year. What, did you, what was your takeaway from, from Aaron Rodgers' comments and uh, how, this will, uh, how this season will, will come to fruition for, for not only him but the Green Bay Packers as well? Well, look, I mean, I think they're going to take another shot, and they're going to be good. Yeah. I mean, you know, their their offense is going to be good. I'm interested to see defensively if they're going to be as good. Because, you know, even though we saw what happened in the playoff game against Tampa Bay, that was still a pretty good defense. You know, I, I think they were top ten in most major categories. And now they've got Joe Barry, who was the Rams linebackers coach, now taking over the defense. So um, we'll see. But when you go back to go back to the press conference, you know, I think this is it. You know, this is the last year. Because right. for him to spill tea like that, to basically say, look, if you're, if you're going to draft my successor and you're, you're going to do th- not do certain things with my contract, well, let's go ahead and accelerate this process. So it sounds like he wants to give it a shot because all you've heard all along is that he loves his coaches, he loves his teammates, it's had to do with management. And, and, you know, I think he really spelled that out in that news conference. So I think they're going to go out there, he's going to give it, you know, his best shot this year. And then he's going to say, go ahead and trade me. They're going to probably be working on a trade, you know, to, to get him to wherever. And then, you know, it's, it's the Jordan Love era. So, I, you know, and then, but the interesting thing, you know, is, you know, Devontae Adams talking about, hey, I'm not giving you a hometown discount. Mm-hmm. You know, so he may want to be out unless they franchise him. Other guys may be out. So, you know, they, they really better start having a plan for the transition, not just a quarterback, but how they're going to handle their free agents and how they're going to get other players in there to, to replace them. Because like as Aaron said, a lot of folks aren't flocking to Green Bay just to come to Green Bay. They were, play, they were coming there to try to play with him because they knew they would have a shot to win a Super Bowl. We're talking with Steve Weish, NFL Network reporter. Um, I want to get your response to the, the breaking news today. Uh, that's Tim Tebow catching a, a – a touchdown in Jacksonville from uh, first-round pick Trevor Lawrence, by the way. Um, no, uh, we're excited about that over here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Carson Wentz, right? The yeah. the off-season uh, transaction from Philadelphia, all the hoopla there, former MVP candidate, um, back with Frank Reich, looked the part in practice the last few days, and then uh, we get news from Adam Schefter today uh, around 
the foot injury. Another now this you know a foot injury early in camp wouldn't necessarily bring a lot of news, but it's Carson Wentz who has been shall we say, injury-prone throughout his career. Um, your takeaway from this news uh, and the impact on this, this Indianapolis Colts team in that South Division? Well, you know, I, you know, this is where at this point at training camp, you're like, okay, maybe it's a two- or three-day thing. Right, you're waiting to see. Now, all, right. all of a sudden, they come out and they say, like, oh, boy, I mean, this is a, a two- or three-month thing. And you're like, oh, man, um, you know, we better get some help. And we know one place they're not going to get a quarterback is Deshaun Watson because – Houston will not trade him inside the division. But, you know, they're, they're counting. Look, he, he is seen as the final piece. Even though they're not going to ask him to put up the same types of numbers, they know he's got the potential, you know, as Phillip Rivers did last year, he's got the potential to open up their offense a little bit and to do some things. I mean, all you're hearing is this team is Super Bowl ready. If Carson Wentz stays healthy and doesn't turn the ball over, they're going to be in it to win it. Well, so far, he's not healthy right now. So they just have to hope that it's, it's again, it's a minor thing. It's a day, two days, three days, and that it's not chronic. Because I do think if, if he's healthy, from what we saw a couple of years ago, if he gets his head back on right, um, he could be a fantastic player. And, and, and he's in the right type of environment. They've got a great culture in Indianapolis. So I, I'm pulling for him. Um you know, again, but the but the durability thing is, is absolutely a legitimate concern. It is, and it's incredibly disappointing. Uh, I, I expect from for Carson as well as is is that Indianapolis Colts organization because uh, they were looking for some big things. Hopefully, it's a quick thing that can come back. Foot injuries are are always difficult to to diagnose and and comprehend on how long that will be. Uh, let's Steve, Steve. One more thing on Carson: is, is he the quarterback who's under the most pressure this year? He's one of them. I mean, you know, Tua, you got to look at Tua because, you know, if, if he doesn't get it done, you know, there's huge expectations on that team. And, you know, last year, the injuries and everything else in COVID, he kind of got a flyer for, for his hot and cold performances. So I would say him, Daniel Jones. Um, I, think know, it's, long, I think it's Matthew Stafford. I think, I think that yeah. trade, how big that trade was, how much that uh, – um, you know, McVeigh is 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 putting into that you know that bucket. Um, I, I think there's a lot a of call. a lot of pressure there for for Matthew Stafford because I've talked to a few people that don't necessarily think this changes the L.A. the L.A. Rams. Oh, interesting. Um, and and I've had to take a hard look at it. Matthew Stafford's going to have to be exceptional. I I do believe. And look, you know, for as much as you know, Jared Goff was a turnover machine last year. But historically, Matthew Stafford, he gives that thing up now. He's a, he's a 13, 14 pick guy a year or two. Yep. But, you know, he'll push it downfield. He'll take chances. And that's, that's what Sean McVay wants his offense to evolve into. Losing Cam Akers is a blow. But that's, that's, a, nice, that's a nice call. I did not think of Matthew Stafford. But that's a nice call. Well done. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I just I, I was a big fan of Jared Goff, and I and I liked the way he came back and and played hurt in those playoff games, and and they were you know uh, a, a smug look from Aaron Rodgers, knowing he had a defense he had uh, and a touchdown there from from making that a game in the in the divisional playoff game. So, um, you know, I don't know what it's going to look like in Detroit for for Jared, but there's a I do believe there's a lot of pressure on on Matthew Stafford, and 
and Sean McVay and that team moving forward. We are speaking with Steve Weiss. Steve, thanks for taking time with us today. Enjoy the ATL. Uh, hopefully I'll see you soon. Are you going to be in Canton? I will be. I look forward to seeing you there, my man. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be there. Um, I'll be there next take, week. So uh, take let's... A JB Smooth's job, right? You're taking JB's <laughs> Well, if I'm not doing that, uh, maybe I can buy you a Coke or something like that. How about that? Perfect. Sounds great. All right, brother. Have a great trip up there and travel well. Enjoy the preseason and the camps. Thanks again. Thanks, Steve. You too. Take care. Take care, Steve. Steve Weish from NFL Network, co-host of the Huddle and Flow podcast with. Uh, Jim Trotter. Um, yeah, I just put that poll up on uh, Twitter. Give us a call at 844-204-RICH or hit, respond in the comments. What quarterback's under the most pressure this year? We'll probably talk about that a lot in the next month through Matthew Stafford, Carson Wentz, Tua. I put Aaron Rodgers on there. I think there's, no, I, I would agree. I think I, there's a lot of pressure I on him. there's a lot of pressure on Rodgers. He's been to back-to-back NFC championships. Hasn't played well in either game. Hasn't played incredibly well in either game. Uh, you know, this is a year where he put himself behind the eight ball with how he chose to yeah. deal with a situation. And and he's going to have to come out and guess what? Play at an MVP level. That's what it's going to have to be for him. Those yeah. are the expectations they're going to be or people are going to look at him like, ah, you know, we'll see. We're going to talk to Rich Eisen, who hosts the show from time to time. Hey, Rich. Uh, <laughs> about all of these things as well as uh, some of the stuff he's doing there uh, with the Olympics. When we come back, he'll be with us here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Leaf. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What is going on with you, Jim Brockmeyer and Brent Musburger? This is my Musburger face. You know, you can't put that to bed, Rich Eyes. You know why you can't put it to bed? Okay. Because he's a punk. That's why. <laughs> Brent Musburger Mus- is a P-U-N-K punk. The man is a thief. Okay? Brent Musburger is a thief. How so? Stole my line. What line was that? This is for all the Tostitos. Remember that? This is for all the Tostitos. Remember when he said that? Everybody in the business... No, it's not funny. Everybody in the business knows that was my line. But he went ahead and used... That's what I always yell when I climax inside of a woman. (laughs) Or or when I'm just... When I climax all by myself. Musburger knew that was my line. He used it anyway at the BCS title game. And ever since then, now I have to yell out, uh, Ruffles have ridges. And it's not... (laughs) It's not the same thing. So verdict? What's the verdict of all that? What's, what did you take from that? He's a punk. Musburger's a punk. That's right. Here he is, Brent Musburger. How are you, Brent? Hey, Rich. Rich, I'm great. Listen, uh, you guys, you and the producers, you deserve, oh, man, a pat on the back. I'm, I'm so proud of you guys for trying to help 
resurrect little Jimmy Brickmeyer's career. We all know the problems. We all know the problems that he had in the past. But I, mm-hmm. if, if anybody, if anybody can help Brickmeyer, it's you, Rich. Yeah. Well, he says that you stole all the Tostitos from him, Brent. Is that is that true, or what do you know? Back no, I got paid. I got paid by a company <laughs> to drop the name. I got three Tostitos for a week. What are you talking about? Okay. What's he talking about? You okay. know? All right. uh, the man's delusional. We, we we know he's got mental problems to break down, you know? It's really interesting yeah, because as we started these in here in Las Vegas, and uh, Brickmeyer was having trouble getting a job. So, so he, he yeah. called our executives and... You know, I got to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Don't don't tell anybody. Okay. This, but we always we always talk to prospective announcers just to get an idea. Do they really know anything about sports gambling, or are they just pretending? And I, I got to tell you, a general manager he interviewed Rick Meyer and <laughs> asked him about uh, uh, a three team parlay, and and our and our boy Jimmy. Mm-hmm. He thought that that was two hookers with him in a Morristown hotel room. <laughs> you, know, you know, Jesus, we would have loved to help him out, but uh, wow, but we just can't. I wish him the best. He's so delusional. And uh, listen, let him go at it. We're all at Tostitos, baby. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. Everybody watching on Peacock there got a kick out of uh, uh, Brett Musburger, fellow Montanan there, uh, feeding, uh, making making Rich laugh his little heart out there. Um, got got some problems. Got some problems. All right. Um, our next guest uh, hosts a, a, a TV show from time to time here on Peacock called the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, I am Ryan Lee filling in for Rich Eisen right now. We're going to welcome him from the East Coast. He's spent the last two weeks covering the Olympic Games. Um, what's up, Rich? How we doing? Hey, gents, how are you? Well, Rich, you good? We're good, man. We're uh, good. Thanks for the thanks for the the opportunity again, man. I appreciate it. No, Ryan, please, all good, man. <laughs> so, what are you guys talking? Well, talk to me. Talk to me a little bit about this. Uh, I, I'm interested. So they got they got you hosting this uh, uh, this highlight this Olympic highlight show called Tokyo Gold. Is this is just kind of like yes, sir. is this a chance for you to kind of you know, pull back uh, into your sports center, your sports center days. And, yeah. yeah. Man, back in the day when I was doing uh, Rose Bowl highlights of Ryan Leaf. <laughs> I'm back in the, I'm hitting the way back machine. Um, and uh, yeah, t- like today was just, you know, really like old school. We came on right after a huge event, which was the women's uh, soccer team taking on the Netherlands. And, you know, we're in the studio getting ready for the show, and uh, highlights are coming in of archery and um, and other things that we're, we're we're taking a look at. But we we all had a pause and we all had to watch the women uh, in extra time, and then lining up for penalty kicks in the first ever in the first knockout games of the Olympics, and it's just so intense. And then you know you're seeing everything and watching it and then 40 minutes later you're doing a highlight with paperwork uh of the highlight which is called a shot sheet where the production staff puts together a highlight and you write down you know shot one is you know this goal shot two 
okay, well, you got to have for you this. And, you know, uh, you're getting it handed to you about three minutes before you're on the air and then you're doing the highlights. <laughs> it's been a long time yeah. since I've done that. Um, but it's like riding a bike, certainly when it's a big event. And that was just a dynamite match, a big game. And it's just so great to watch big-time athletes who have been through it before just come through it. You know, like, you're sitting here worried, like, normally about a, a penalty kick, but when it's Alex Morgan and it's Megan Rapino, it's just like, okay, they got this. They got this. And, it, you know, obviously you never know, but it was great. It was just awesome. That was the lead. Djokovic lost today, so there's no golden slam. He would have been the first to do that. You know, a grand slam plus the gold medal in the Olympics. All he needed to do is win the gold medal here and then the U.S. Open in a couple of weeks, and he got bounced. Um, you know, you, uh, Olympic golf, um, the swimming, um, all of it. It's just been awesome. It's been dynamite. That's been great. It's been great. It's been fun to watch. Um, you you Thanks. certainly feel in your you look in your element. It's fun to branch out there and do the little things you've been with the NFL Network and doing your show here for so long. Uh, we've had some some great guests on today. There was a lot of sporting news, uh, but again, what drives the car is the NFL and. And Carson Wentz's injury today, that um, was disclosed that it's going to be more of an indefinite one. Uh, two rookie quarterbacks now getting the, the reps for Indianapolis. They were picked to be the team that, uh, that, that was, was going to make a run for the Super Bowl out of the South with Ryan Ballard and Frank Reich and them getting their quarterback. What, what, what's been your takeaway from, from this news today? Well, I guess we'll see, right? I yep. mean, when it's, a, when it's a foot injury and it's one of those that it's indefinite, that's got the... Uh, you know, it's got the, the, the French doctor's name, Liz Frank, written all over it, mm-hmm. but you hope it's not, you know, and so you hope it's not something like that. That would be the major, huge, blow-the-whole-season-up type thing for them. And, you know, you have to sit here and wonder if there are other quarterbacks that are sitting around. Like, would you, if you are Frank Reich, say the first thing I would do would call the Chicago Bears and say, let's have the Nick Foles for you. Wouldn't that be amazing if Foles comes in for an injured once and takes the Colts all the way to the Super Bowl? <laughs> you know, like, wow. That. That's the first thing I thought of, to be honest with you, right. is that who's available? Like, who could be that Sam Bradford-type guy, um, you know, uh, which would be fascinating, you know, uh, another Eagles quarterback that winds up somewhere else. Who could be that guy? sitting around right now waiting for an opportunity because his team does not really need him or require him to be far far up the depth chart. And the guy who's there is, is false. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's see what indefinite really means. But if indefinite turns into season ender, literally that's the first call you've got to make is to Chicago and say, let's run it back with Frank Reich and Nick Foles and, and see how it goes, which is clearly not what the – Colts want, and the interesting thing is, this would hurt the Eagles as well if Wentz is out for a long time, because that too would not turn into a one. Yeah, uh, we were all just assuming that the pick that uh, that the Colts got was a conditional one, would turn into the one because Wentz would have all those snaps. But like I said, we could be getting way ahead of ourselves. This could be the cart before Colt. Yeah, you know, so we'll see how that goes. We had an interesting conversation with Steve Weiss here just a little uh, while ago around uh, what quarterback has the most pressure on them 
and names like Carson Wentz was out there, Tua Tungavaloa, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and I, and I threw I threw one in there that I thought was was very meaningful because of how big the trade was, uh, how good the team's been under Jared Goff. But I, I think Matthew Stafford has an incredible amount of pressure on his shoulders to make this team a Super Bowl contender immediately. Otherwise, I don't necessarily know with only two years on that contract left if. If, if anybody has any more pressure than him going into this season, well, I think the pressure is 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 on people that, that are you know usually in the pressure machine, someone like Derek Carr, obviously any of the quarterbacks in Denver that um, you know need to make the most of their opportunity. Jalen Hurts, because you're just looking at those guys in Denver and Jalen Hurts and saying this is their one shot. Um, if they don't do it this year, a move's going to get made for you know in terms of Denver. Rodgers or Philadelphia, you know, Deshaun Watson, something like that could be done sooner rather than later if if, um, if matters get cleaned up and cleared up in a way that you don't, you know, currently see right now. You know, I, I, I that's a good one. I, I think the um, Stafford situation with Cam Akers getting hurt is so big because, Brockman, you know, I've been looking at you once every saying Cam Akers is the guy that I want. <laughs> oh yeah, you, I know you really yeah. want him in fantasy. I know. <laughs> yeah, to the point where the point where you know I think I stopped talking about him because I didn't want anybody from our league to catch him. <laughs> right, uh, right. As if you know those guys don't know what they're doing, which they don't. Um, but anyway, um, I'm 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 nervous about that, about the running game, and you know, um, Daryl Henderson. I guess is not even going to see a touch in the preseason now because they got to keep him in bubble wrap. So their run game is something that, to me, was one of the reasons why I think Stafford was going to have a huge year. Um, and that O-line hopefully will hold up. Because if the O-line doesn't hold up and the run game doesn't materialize, well, then that's going to be a sore disappointment for Stafford. That is now something I'm looking at at the Rams. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens with the other quarterback situations, uh, with rookie quarterbacks. And, you know, will Lance... Um, actually get the uh, well, he'll get the opportunity. The question is, will he actually depose Jimmy G over the next couple of weeks? Will, you know, Justin Fields um, show up and show up in training camp to the point where Dalton will be the backup? Will, you know, will we see Matt Jones get the, the game right away? Uh, or will it be camp? Um, and obviously, you know, now that he's in camp and under the, 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 um, media live tweeting stop um, Zach Wilson and Brockman I did see your tweet today. <laughs> I was just reminding you to make sure you have Zach Wilson muted because I don't think you want to see what's going on right now oh come on Really, really. Tim Tebow became Tim Tebow really? became a, a, a all pro Probably. today under uh, in Chris oh my gosh, eyes, Rich, so, yeah. tell me you saw the Tebow video I did not tell me what you oh saw, my gosh honestly. Trevor, okay. I just got off the Olympic set, so I. Situation. I'm sure they're working on. They're working on some red zone. Trevor Lawrence, under immense pressure from his defensive line, rolls to his left, throws back across his body, hits Tebow in the back of the end zone for a diving touchdown. Tebow looks like a TE one heading into this year. I you know what? I because in, in much of my downtime, <laughs> and there's lots of downtime. Now ask TJ. 
and also in the uh, week beforehand, you know, like me staring out a, a quarantine window in a hotel for 10 straight days, right. the same Boston skyline for 10 straight days. I do think about what what we can do as a group when we get back together in August to start talking about the NFL. And there is, I'll do, and give you a little preview. We're, we're going to talk about the top five storylines that would be awesome if it happened. <laughs> yes. And I, one of them is Tim Tebow <laughs> killing it at tight end. Killing it. Killing it. Hey, killing hey, Rich, are you, are you hanging out of a window right now on this call? <laughs> did, did, did the tornado actually come and you're, you're, you got sucked Why? up in it? I'm actually standing on a street corner in Connecticut right now oh, with, okay. uh, with earbuds in, so I don't know. Does this it, it's, it's, it you know what, Rich? It's great. It's great. It's not great, Ryan. Don't lie to him. It's not great. It's it's not great, but TJ's been a pessimist all all afternoon long. Is it bad? No, it's not that bad. Hey, hey. It just sounds a little windy. It's a little windy. Sounds a little windy. You know, y'all lying to this man. What? uh, You're you're a fan of. Is it better or am I better? Yes, you're much better. Much better. Are you? You're a fan of Ted Lasso, right? The the show. Yes, I have not seen season two yet. No. Okay, okay, okay. All right, well, I'm just going to let you know, and I don't want to spoil anything, but you're, you're going to be incredibly disappointed uh, with the writers <laughs> around uh, episode one and what the Americans refer to as the yips or the twisties. Or the twisties. All right, okay. All right, that's Rich Eisen, everybody. He's joining us. He's, he's, he's uh, working out of Connecticut for the Olympics, hosting the uh, highlight show, to, uh, Tokyo Gold. Check it out. Uh, have a great next week. Are you going to be in Canton? Canton? Say it again, Ryan. Are you going to be in Canton next week? I am. I'm, I'm going to be there for two days, two whole days of speeches. All right. Oh well, God. I will. Uh, oh, let's, uh, my God. Two days of speeches. Let's get that. together. <laughs> let's get together. I'm going to be out there uh, Thursday through Sunday. So uh, let's so, say hi. Wow. So you're saying goodbye to me right now? The phone is that bad right now? No, you actually, you actually sound great right now. And before you go, Rich, did you catch any of the NBA draft? What would oh, you make, okay. what'd you make you of the Russell Westbrook trade? Oh, God. How about Russell Westbrook and Max Scherzer showing up in Los Angeles right? and Trey Turner on the same night? Unbelievable. I mean, that is unbelievable. I I don't know what to make of it. Like, you know, it would be an amazing story if the UCLA zone comes back to the Lakers and creates a big three. But why? The thing I don't understand is I, I love the spin. I love the spin machine. So, <laughs> the, 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 the Wizards trade him away because they need to clear space to build around Beal. But wouldn't you build around Beal with Russell Westbrook? I mean, what's up with that? Think. You know, and like, if you're going to build a team, everybody needs two superstars. And obviously the Lakers figure like the old Ocean's Eleven line, you need one more, let's get one more. Like, they got one more. And so, but, you know, everybody goes, if you got two, you want three. And that's and so why would the Wizards cough one up unless, I don't know, like what's up with Russell Westbrook that he's now bouncing around like a journeyman after 11 years at Oklahoma City? Like, what? Three years in a row he's been traded now. This is fourth team, what? right? What, what, I mean, you're, you're with me here, on the, Rich, and, and Chris and I are, are, are similar thought pattern. I don't necessarily know what this does for the Lakers either. So it, it, it kind of I'm kind of dumbfounded by both organizations and what their willingness to – to get rid of one and to add a piece well, that may I mean, not necessarily the Lakers, be there. If, 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 look, they, they, you know, Kuzma's, Kuzma's been a guy, oh, wow, a, a 
a gust of wind just came by and knocked over two umbrellas and nearly gored uh, a poor old man. Oh my Thankfully, that did not happen. <laughs> Thankfully, that did not happen. I've got the weather here. And by the way, it did stop traffic uh, in Greenwich, Connecticut. So this traffic and weather together. On what the fives? Boy, you're going, but you're going, rate. you're going back in the way you're doing Sports Center highlights. Oh, yeah, Thanks for doing no, weather. Yeah, you're doing, yeah, I'm I love doing it. Radio, I'm, yep. doing, I'm doing all of it. <laughs> yep. But, yep. Um, what were we talking about before I knew? We were talking about Russell, Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah, Russell Westbrook. But here's the deal: like you know that Kuzma's been the guy that 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 that's been the, kind of like the last man standing for LeBron to to have on the team, and he was the guy that survived that whole purge with New Orleans. And now, you know, last year in the bubble, he was the guy that did it all. And this past year, you know, was clearly his last. But if you if Kuzma, Harold, KCP for Russell Westbrook, I mean, come on. That's a no-brainer. Like, that's – of course you can do that. So I, I, go I, for I think it, it's see just, what happens. Yeah. You know, of course you're going to do that. I'm just wondering why the Wizards would, would say that we're building around our star Bradley Beal. So we're going to trade, like, one of the greatest triple-double – players in the history of the nba because we don't want to build around our guy with him like my it just seems to me that there's something up with russ again um but he's coming back to la and we'll see what happens uh, who gets the rock at the end of the game that'll be something that we'll enjoy watching all season long and how about scherzer coming to the dodgers insane. once turner gets healthy it is insane what how 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 did you like the um Rizzo Gallo double. Dip. I was just going to say, Gallo. like, were you shocked the Yankees were big buyers like that? By the way, Gallo Rizzo, like two great wines. I love it. <laughs> great vineyard, great Yankee vineyard, vintage twenty twenty one. The Gallo, the Gallo Rizzo vineyard. I'm, you know, I don't know what it's going to do. They're far back. I think the division's out of reach. I think your Red Sox have it, Chris. But you know, obviously. You get in the uh, all you need to do is get in the wild card, win one game, and off you go. Right, of course. Uh, I, I don't know who's going to pitch. Uh, I, I, their <laughs> pitching is obviously very suspect still. But you know, and <laughs> Gal is another one of those guys with the one of three results: walk, strikeout, home run. Yep. Just add him to like four more other guys like that in the lineup. Rizzo is the fascinating one. I I, I find that fascinating. He's just got like I think Yankee fans are going to love him. He just yeah, of course. I feel for Cubs fans. That's all I'm saying is that they lost Rizzo, but he's still in pinstripes. Just trade him from Chicago to New York. Well, they That's just all. they just traded the Cubs. Speaking of which, they just traded Kimbrel to the White Sox. Ryan's oh Ryan's God. heart is breaking. Yeah, as we really. speak. <laughs> Ryan's so sad. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Wow. Wow. you look yep. so sad right now, bro. Well, listen to this. All right, I get the I get the tickets every year when they come. First game out the gate, they throw the four pitcher no hitter, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be fun. They proceeded to lose. 10 straight games after that, okay? <laughs> now they've traded away. I have all these great jerseys, my Rizzo jersey, my at least Chris Bryant Stiller, my Schwarber jersey doesn't mean anything anymore. My Kimbrel jersey now, you just told me, that, yeah, look, everything, you spent a lot of money on that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you should just get plain Sorry. jerseys, bro. That's, yeah. that's Sorry, the way to go. Ryan. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. At least, at, least you're in the, it, it, at least you're in our show chair so you can get it off your chest. Yeah, that's what that's what I, that's what it's here for. Hey, and hey, Rich, just so you know, when you watch that that Trevor Lawrence Tebow clip, uh, just you're, know you're just going to be shocked at how your great it is. response might be a little different than Brockman's response to it. And that's all <laughs> I'm going to say. I'm going to let you figure it out for yourself. Okay. Again, my preview of the segment, one of the segments we'll do when I get back. Honestly, Tim Tebow, if he has a major big-time tight end season, 
and is a factor and is somebody that you're picking up in your fantasy leagues because he's just he's scoring. And Urban's got, got some magic with Tebow because you know, you know, even when he was pooping the bed, you know, there was always a, some sort of moment mm-hmm. where it would get weird. The clouds would diff- form differently. <laughs> and honestly, like if he can bring that to the tight end position, and start playing some football, that's a top-five storyline in the NFL that would be mind-blowing. It like would be. Dynamite. And, as, be. and as Ryan pointed out, Rich, he he wasn't out there with Gardner Minshew or Jake Luton, whatever that guy's name is. No, he, he was out there with Trevor Lawrence. He's yep. with the ones. Hey, look, if he keeps making plays like that and Lawrence keeps making plays like that, Lawrence might be named the starter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm still got. I'm still. I'm still holding out. I'm still holding out hope that that Gardner Minshew gets it. But I think he's on a path. I think Trevor Lawrence is on a path to be named the starter. But he's still got to earn it, guys. He's got some traits. He's got some physical (laughs) traits that are pretty good. So what are we talking about? (laughs) Rich, thanks. uh, Thanks for taking time, man, and and uh, and giving us a a throwback. Um, Let's uh, let's uh, let's 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 have a Coke in uh, Canton. How about that? I'll see you soon. All right, buddy. All right, brother. Take it easy. Rich Eisen uh, from the Rich Eisen Show, also from uh, Peacock TV hosting uh, the Olympic Highlight Show. I like that he got offended that you were trying to end it early because his phone's <laughs> Right? He was not having that. Like, he was like, this no, no, is no, my no, no, show. No, 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 no. Meanwhile, Rich would be the first one like... Uh, he would be the first one to be like, get him off, like his phone sucks. This is the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> it's, that's the true Are you trying right to get there. me off because of my phone? Yes, Rich. Rich. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere. Bad. It was bad. I don't know I, I don't know 10 of the words you just said. Yeah. yeah. Rich is like, headache. no, I have seven more minutes of takes. Answer, ask me questions. <laughs> I know. I host the show every day. I know that the second guest usually goes to about 1140 Pacific time. So let's. Uh, you're cutting me off <laughs> yeah, at 1134. Like, What's like going on here? Huh? What's happening? Uh, we'll talk about what Rich had to say, uh, if we can discern, uh, the early parts of that, uh, interview. Um, uh, when we come back, uh, we'll hear from Cam Newton and we're going to talk about that over and under win totals. We, we talked about in the hour one, what, what teams are going to do and how are they going to end up? This is the Rich Eisen show. I'm Ryan Lee filling for Rich. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The quarterback of America's team, Dak Prescott. Good to see you, sir. Great, great. How are you? I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you are. You are most welcome. Um, How do I, I mean, do I call you uh, a free agent quarterback sitting here? What do I call you? Dak? I don't know. This is my first time going through this. Uh, you tell me. Call me whatever, I guess. I will call you Dak Prescott. That works. That works. One that of the top doesn't... quarterbacks in the National Football League who deserves to get, let me use the word, pizzade. How does that sound? I like it. What does it mean to bet on yourself? What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, you believe in yourself. You have the confidence in yourself. Uh, you're, you're not listening to your doubters. You're not listening to the people that that, that think you can't do something. Uh, and that's how I've been my whole life. Um, if I've ever listened or ever um, took into account what others thought of me, I wouldn't be here with you today. So, I mean, I've got all the confidence in myself. I'll bet on myself again and again. And Where do you get that from? Where do you pick that one I think just up? the way I was raised, just uh, facing adversity and, and overcoming adversity and knowing that with the right mindset, with being positive and being optimistic, uh, controlling what you can control, um, everything's in front of you. And uh, for me, that's how it's been throughout my life, and I'm just how I continue to continue to move. I'm going to ask you the, the question this way about what contract you think you're going to get, okay, in terms of pie. Because I've heard there's less pie. I've heard there's, there's more less pie. pie. That's right. There's, the, there's, there's Jerry Jones right there, the voice of Jerry Jones. We've heard there's less pie. We've heard there's more pie. Uh, I'm wondering if you think this is deep dish pie. How deep is Is it a deep dish pie? If I'm guessing, I'd say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, long-term uh, pie? Is it long-term pie? I don't know. I just want a piece of the pie. Just put it like that. Okay. Uh, I'm hungry, right? I mean, <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Okay. Um, and is it is it a pie that, that starts with a four? Is it a pie that starts with a four? I, I could just say... Uh, I'm leaving up to my agents to cut my piece of the pie. Okay. Uh, I'm just ready for it and ready to eat. So okay. when that happens, I'm ready to get to work and um, excited for, for this offseason. And now we've also heard through DeMarcus Ware told us that when you sit in Jerry's office, have you gotten the Jerry's office meeting yet? I've been in Jerry's office. Okay. That he lights a candle, turns the lights down, and gives you a whole Dallas Cowboys speech. Have you had that? You have not had that yet? No. Okay. I haven't had that one yet. He says that that happens when he's trying to close a deal. <laughs> so I think you'll know that you're really close if you when walk in. Lights turn off. Lights okay. go down. <laughs> thank thank you for that uh, that warning and that heads up. Just, so now I know like what's going on when that happens. There's apparently a votive candle with a Dallas Cowboys star right on the side of it. I don't know if it's scented. It's maybe to smell. It make me the smell of pie of some sort. Right. I'm just saying that hasn't happened yet. Is what you're saying? <laughs> it hasn't happened. Okay. When you it get that call, happened. you know. Wow, I'm close. Okay. okay. Appreciate that. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to help you. Right need that heads up, yeah, You got it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Woo, Show. That was exciting. This uh, this show flew by, fellas. Always That's does. That's the man. problem, man. <laughs> Goes Always by too quick. Always does. I'm gonna sleep here. I'm. I'm <laughs> hey, Jerry. Well, it's Friday. I mean, Jerry, I'm gonna sleep here over the weekend. Make sure I'm. Uh, make sure I'm booked here with the boys here next week. There's gonna be plenty to talk about. Um, Get your damn act together. <laughs> Jerry talks to me in my sleep sometimes like that. You know. Um, what do you want to do here? You want to do win total over yeah, unders? Yeah, I want to do some over unders on this. All right, I, and and let's uh, 
let's maybe just kind of take a couple, like, you want to take a couple divisions? How about about this? You just throw out some teams, and I'll tell you what the Vegas line is, and we can talk about how we feel about the number. All right, let's start with my Pittsburgh Steelers. What's the over-under for my Pittsburgh Steelers? Pittsburgh Steelers, got to remember, folks, uh, we're going to remind you all the time now, 17 games, 17 games this year. Over-under for the Pittsburgh Steelers, 8.5. Hmm. Interesting. Wins. So that's Win total. So that's uh, even eight and five, eight and five, eight and five, eight and five. Yeah. I mean, either it's eight and nine or nine and eight. Well, yep. However you feel about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think they're going to be very good this year. I, uh, despite Ben Roethlisberger coming back and the blasphemy. His, his, his arm is fixed and all whatnot and what have you. I don't think they're going to be very good. I, I, I love, it's been a bad day for me, guys. My Cubs are, Fire sale. Um, my Steelers, for the first time ever under Mike Tomlin, would be, if this happens, would be under 500. Would be under 500. Ooh, oh, man. First time for everything, I guess. Um, I'm, but I, I'm going to go with you on this one, too. I think, that, under, I think it's yeah. the under on yeah. this deal because I just I don't think they addressed the needs they needed to address in the offseason, in particular at the draft, uh, as yeah, well as hated, the Reggie. You hated that Najee Harris pick. And I love Najee Harris. Right. I love Najee Harris. I love him. I love him. I love him. I just, I just, I think they needed to address the offensive line more acutely before that. Now, if Najee Harris goes on and has a, you know, 15 year career in, in Pittsburgh <laughs> and they don't win any titles, I'll, I'll, I'll continue to say it. I'll say it was a bad pick. Fair. Same thing in New York. If Saquon Barkley and that Giants team no, doesn't win over the next decade, I'm going to be like, you should have drafted a quarterback there at number two, right. not a running back that, you know, had big thighs for eight years, you know? <laughs> That's a big thigh. All right. Let's go to, let's go, let's go out to, to La La Land and let's look at both the Chargers and the Rams. All right, Rams first. Their number is 10.5. TJ, what do you think about 10.5 wins for the Rams? I would put them at, what, 10 and set, or 11 and 6, 10, 11 and 6. I'd like to round up. Um, 11 and 6, 10 and 7. That seems about right. Like, you know, we had this talk the other day, Ryan, and, and, you know, for like a few months we were going on and kind of arguing about how we felt each team was going to fare this year. And then it just hit me. Those guys didn't even step on the same field with one another until this week. So I, I, I'll i wait and see how these teams are actually practicing together before I really want to jump in and be like, oh, I think they're going to win 11 games when I haven't even seen them on the field. And also, and, and practices really don't aren't going to do that much for you either. You, I mean, you got to, preseason games, maybe. I mean, it's going to be week Barely. one. It's yeah. going to be week one. Um, Not even, it's going to be October. Before I, I heard a great quote from a coach the other day um, when I was hosting Pac-12 Media Days. He said, these preseason numbers and polls are written on toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Does make a lot of Gonna sense. Gonna be wiping our ass with it here a week from now. All right. <laughs> um, all right. LA Chargers. Chargers. LA Chargers, nine and a half. Now let's do this, TJ. I know you don't want to play the pick game, whether you think it's over or under. How about we put the Rams against the Chargers? Who finishes with more wins? Rams or Chargers? Oh, that's an interesting one. Uh, the Cam Akers thing, though, bro. That huge. That's a huge Adrian Peterson, uh, the oh. signing isn't a, isn't a big enough deal for you, you think? Did they sign Did Adrian they, Peterson? That's what I thought, right? Oh, oh they, I think he was just a rumor. I okay. Well, that's news. Right. I, I just, but I mean, look, you've well, got if Aaron you Donald. haven't yet, sign him now. Leaf, Leaf, Leaf endorses it. <laughs> if that means anything for anybody out there, all right. 
You know, the Chargers seem like they're always going to charge her, right? They're either going to start the year off really strong and fade. or That's going to change, my friend. Terrible and then end super strong, but not, you know, they lost Maybe there was a the leaf first. curse. Maybe the fact that I was, you know, you know, you know, pushed out of there because my behavior and then the fact that they didn't allow me back and now they're going to let me back this year. What if I was like the goat? I was about to say, okay. not the, like the bad goat. What if I was the bad goat? For a long, long time. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to pick the Rams Okay, uh, to, to have more wins than the Chargers this year. Uh, both play in relatively... The, I, the I, same I, stadium? I, I, yes. I, yes, they do. <laughs> I was going to say relatively competitive divisions, but the NFC West is much more competitive than I think in, in the AFC West. I believe so. Um, and that, for me, allows the Chargers and Justin Herbert, and if they stay healthy... With Derwin James in this defense, I think the Chargers uh, get over the top. I think that nine and a half. I'm, I'm, here's here's a beautiful uh, dime from said quarterback. Well, look, if we want to lose our minds about something, that's today, that throw that I was talking about. Lose your mind at that. That is a a legitimately thrown ball there, not just like a rollout with dudes and. By the way, he's like pads on holding the run to an his actual right. diving catch. That's an actual diving catch. Oh. I can't tell who caught the ball. <laughs> no, Brockman, you should take your sound from the Tebow and video and add it, it to over, that. And play yes. it over that video? Yeah. yeah. Because your enthusiasm for that play should be. I saw some saw. video earlier, too, of Justin Herbert uh, signing some autographs for some fans. The hair's back. In case you were out. wondering oh, yeah, it's whether back. the shape, the, yeah. the long hair is back. He looks like well, an when you're 23 adult. years old, your hair grows quickly. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Jeez. You know, mine stopped. If I, if I, if I chose right now at this point uh, to just let my hair grow, it's it's going to be lush and heavy here in really? in a month. Yeah, I haven't cut my hair Good in for 21 years. Good for you so. guys. Wow. I cut my hair this morning. Mm-hmm. But too. you know what? You know, it's it, you know, it's it's. Takes less time for him to get ready and stuff like that. I, I get it. Factual. You know, it took it took me it took me twenty seconds to do this. You know, he doesn't have to worry about that. It looks, does look like you have a, a good amount of product in your hair. So it does. <laughs> does it, people? I didn't put much at all in. Then that must be maybe that's natural and it looks great. I'm just naturally uh, uh, oily, oily haired guy. I guess we got time for like two more teams. All right, so I went with the over with the Chargers. I went with the under with the Steelers. And I'm going to go with the under with the Rams. All right, let's do. The Green Bay Packers. Ooh, Green Bay Packers, 10 on the nose, 10 and 7 for the Packers. I'm going over with that. Yeah, I'm going over with that. That's the, You're telling me the Rams have a. The, I, wow. Higher predicting. Yeah. So, so, wait, Ryan, you're predicting the Rams win nine games in? Yeah, I think they go nine and eight. Okay. I, I do not have the same um, opt, optimism as a ton of people do around this Matthew Stafford trade. I think Sean McVay went all in. They don't got any picks. I think the defense had lost some players that, that they needed to, to... I think it's going to be difficult, and that division is tough. And I think the Arizona Cardinals make the next step in that division, get over the top of the Rams, which doesn't allow... If you're going to have three teams, it probably could be from this division, mm-hmm. but it was going to have to be from a 9-8 and eight LA Rams team in the wild card. So. Ooh, and breaking news, TJ, good for you. The Mets are finalizing a trade to acquire Javi Baez oh, from the I Cubs. Sorry, Ryan. What Sorry, did Ryan. I tell you? I said that right before we went to break. There goes yeah, another jersey. Oh, Sorry, Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan Leaf. I'm not one to burn them. I will take them to yeah. goodwill. Right? I will let somebody else wear them. Yeah, just pill the, take the, the names off the back. It's time to then, clean out the closet. Yeah. What a great show as Let's always, go, guys. Max. What a great show as always. I still love you, Cubs. All right. Thanks for being a part of it, everybody out there. You're listening to The Rich Eisen Show. 
I'm Ryan Lee filling in for Rich. Uh, We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend.